What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actor Oscar Isaac and the movies Another Round and Words on Bathroom Walls. But first, let's talk about the career of actor Oscar Isaac. Isaac first became noticed in supporting roles in some big movies like Body of Lies with Leonardo DiCaprio and Russell Crowe, Robin Hood once again with Crowe and Kate Blanchett, Drive with Ryan Gosling and Kerry Mulligan, and The Born Legacy with Jeremy Renner and Ed Norton. The first time I saw Oscar Isaac was in the movie Drive. I 100% love the movie Drive. Who doesn't love that movie? That Ryan Gosling jacket is fantastic. Kerry Mulligan is great in that movie. And in the few scenes he's in, Oscar Isaac is really good. That's one of those movies that was just perfect for that moment in time. I'm not sure if the movie came out right now. It would be a huge hit like it was. But the moment that movie came out, it was super cool. It's a more violent version of Baby Driver. I really like that movie. If you have not seen that film, I highly recommend you do so immediately. Getting back to Isaac, he really didn't become a big name until 2013 when he starred in the Coen Brothers film Inside Lewin Davis. This is one of my favorite Coen Brother films. I think this film perfectly illustrates how hard it is to be a professional musician. You are up against so many people and the thing that's so fascinating about famous musicians is it's not all about being great with your music. You also have to have an it factor and the character of Lewin Davis in that film is lacking that it factor. He's a really solid musician but he doesn't stand out against the relentless competition. That's what's so fascinating about that film. I love that film. Isaac is incredible in that film. Justin Timberlake is in that film. Adam Driver is in that film. Carrie Mulligan is in that film. John Goodman is in that film. Garrett Hedlund. They are all so good in that film. That is the best Coen Brother film of the 2010s, hands down. I think it is a top five Coen Brother film. After that film, Isaac starred in two of the most interesting films of the last decade. First, he starred in A Most Violent Year with Jessica Chastain, and then Ex Machina with Donald Gleason and Elisa Vikander. These are two films, in my estimation, not enough people have seen. In A Most Violent Year, Isaac gives an Al Pacino-esque performance like only Pacino could have given in the late 1970s. That's how good Isaac is in this movie. That's one of those films that he carries from beginning to end. And then with Ex Machina, it's kind of a supporting role like he's playing this billionaire CEO who is using the Donald Gleason character to get what he wants. He's kind of the modern day billionaire in that movie and it's such a good performance. If you watch those two films, you will definitely see how good of an actor Oscar Isaac really is and that's why I feel like some people don't put Isaac in that list of best actors working today because not enough people have seen two of his better movies. 2015 for me is the year that Isaac became a household 
household name starring in two blockbuster films that year. First with Star Wars Force Awakens where he played Poe Dameron who is a Han Solo type of character for that modern day trilogy. And then he starred in X-Men Apocalypse at the titular Apocalypse. Now that movie did not do very well but it was still a huge movie that made a lot of money. It wasn't a billion dollar film like Star Wars but a lot of people saw X-Men Apocalypse and a lot of people after that movie now knew the name Oscar Isaac. I would say in the years since becoming well known for those two franchises, Oscar Isaac has starred in a list of what I would call underrated and underappreciated films such as Annihilation with Natalie Portman, Operation Finale with Ben Kingsley, Ad Eternity's Gay with Willem Dafoe, and Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, and Garrett Hedlund. I really like all those movies I just listed. I think Operation Finale is a really good thriller. I really enjoyed Annihilation. I think it's right up there with Ex Machina. Both films were directed by Alex Garland, who is the best sci-fi director right now. I think Alex Garland is like the modern day Steven Spielberg. Back when Spielberg was working on the best sci-fis of the era like E.T. and Close Encounters, that's how good Alex Garland's films are. And Oscar Isaac has been in both of them. And that's something I really like about Oscar Isaac is that he works with the same great directors over and over again. He's worked with Ridley Scott twice. He's worked with J.C. Chandor twice on two really good underrated films, A Most Violent Year and Triple Frontier. He's worked with J.J. Abrams twice. He's worked with the Coen brothers. Oscar Isaac works with the best directors and gives his absolute best performances when doing Doing so. I think there's an actor working today who has a very similar career to that of Oscar Isaac, and it's his Born Legacy co-star, Jeremy Renner. Both of them go back and forth between smaller films and huge franchises. For Isaac, it's with Star Wars and X-Men, and for Renner, it's with Mission Impossible and Avengers. And both are really good actors who, in my opinion, give their best performances in the non-franchise films. For Isaac, Inside Lewin Davis in a Most Violent Year, and Ex Machina, and for Renner with The Hurt Logger, The Town, and Wind River. I think this is the dilemma that most modern actors are going through. You either work in great smaller films or large budget ones that everyone sees. And Isaac continues to do both like Jeremy Renner. Like I said, they both give their best performances in the smaller films, but the issue is not enough people see them, and the only way people do see them is if you become critically acclaimed and get awards nomination. Like, everyone has seen The Hurt Locker, but not enough people have seen Jeremy Renner's other great film, Wind River. But yet, everyone on planet Earth has seen the Avengers films. And most people know Jeremy Renner because of the Marvel movies. And most people know Oscar Isaac because of Star Wars and X-Men. That's the sad reality that we're living in. The majority of people have not seen Oscar Isaac in Ex Machina. The majority of people have not seen Jeremy Jeremy Renner in The Assassination of Jesse James, a film, by the way, he is incredible in. That's what those two actors have in common. They both do smaller movies, and they also do big blockbusters, and the blockbusters are why they're relevant, even though their work in those smaller films, in my estimation, is a lot better. Like, Oscar Isaac feels lost in the Star Wars films. Like, he doesn't really have a role. There's Daisy Ridley there, there's Adam Driver 
driver there. They're the ones in control of that franchise, and Oscar Isaac is just there to be there. And I feel the same way about Jeremy Renner in the Avengers films and Jeremy Renner in Mission Impossible. He's not that good in the Mission Impossible films. That's a Tom Cruise thing. There's no reason for Jeremy Renner to be there at all. And when you watch those bigger movies with those two stars, you can start to think of yourself, you can watch Rise of Skywalker and go, wow, I guess I was wrong about Oscar Isaac. He's not that good of an actor. But then you go back and you watch something like Inside Lewin Davis and you're like, no, there's actually something there. And it's the same with Jeremy Renner. You watch those Mission Impossible films and you're like, why are you there? And then something like Wind River comes out or you rewatch The Town and you're like, this guy is incredible. I wish he was that good in the movies that everyone sees. And that's the exact same way I feel about Oscar Isaac. I hope the world at some point gets to see a movie that we all see where both Oscar Isaac and Jeremy Renner are incredible in. Because I think both of those actors are far better than the majority of the population believes. And that gets me to the best performance of Oscar Isaac's career, which is in the Coen Brothers Inside Lewin Davis. Not everyone has seen this film. That is not one of the Coen Brothers films that everyone has seen, like Fargo or No Country for Old Men or True Grit. Inside Lewin Davis was like this small indie film that was made by the Coen Brothers. Isaac didn't even get Oscar recognition for this film, so not enough people have seen this movie. But like I said earlier, no one has portrayed a struggling musician better than Oscar Isaac did so in this movie. If you have not seen Inside Lewin Davis, then you are in for a treat and you are about to see just how good Oscar Isaac is as an actor and as a leading man because again, so many people know Isaac as a supporting actor in blockbusters like X-Men and the Star Wars franchise where he plays second or third fiddle to lesser actors. I think you can make a case that Oscar Isaac is almost as good as an actor as Adam Driver is. It sounds crazy to say out loud, but I think it's true. But the reason why we think Adam Driver is so much better is because he did incredible work in a movie that everyone saw, Star Wars Force Awakens, where in that movie, Oscar Isaac does not play a pivotal role. He is a side character. Driver is my favorite actor working today, but I think Oscar Isaac is almost as good of an actor than Adam Driver is. Here's a list of upcoming projects for Oscar Isaac, which include Dune with Timothy Chalamet, Josh Brolin, and Zendaya, Armageddon Time with Anne Hathaway, Robert De Niro, and Kate Blanchett, The Card Counter with Ty Sheridan and Willem Dafoe, the HBO miniseries Scenes from a Marriage, where he will reunite with his most violent year co-star, Jessica. Jastain, the upcoming Disney Plus Marvel series Moon Knight with Ethan Hawke and Metal Gear Solid. This list of upcoming films and shows gets me excited that the best of Oscar Isaac is yet to come. He's definitely one of those guys on the verge of getting an Oscar nomination. I think in the next five years, it's definitely going to happen. And I think one of these projects is going to be widely seen by a lot of people. And I hope that Oscar Isaac Isaac brings his A-game. Like, something like Moon Knight will probably get people to realize how good of an actor Oscar Isaac is. Or maybe it's Dune, or maybe it's Armageddon Time. So many of these projects has big names, and more people will watch. And I hope when those people watch, they realize how good of an actor Oscar Isaac really is. Here's a list 
of films I definitely recommend you check out to see how good of an actor Oscar Isaac is. Drive, Inside Lewin Davis, A Most Violent Year, Ex Machina, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Annihilation, Operation Finale, At Eternity's Gate, and Triple Frontier. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Another Round. Here's a quick synopsis. Four high school professors experiment with the idea that drinking alcohol every day will improve and make their lives more exciting. This is one of those films that's getting talked about an awful lot lately because it's been nominated for Best International Film at the Academy Awards. And because of that, I gave this movie a chance. I don't watch a lot of movies with subtitles, but I wanted to check out another round and it delivered what was promised. It is one of the best films of 2020 and the biggest reason why is the star of the film, Mads Mikkelsen. He is incredible in this film as Martin. Just his dancing alone made this a terrific performance. I would say his character is going through what I would describe as a midlife crisis, which in films can be portrayed as boring, but Mickelson makes it exciting. And kind of like Oscar Isaac, like I said earlier, Mickelson is best known for big blockbusters where he usually portrays villains like in Casino Royale and Doctor Strange. He also appeared in Star Wars Rogue One, and he is also set to replace Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in the third Fantastic Beasts films. So most people that know Mads Mikkelsen from those big time studio movies will go into this one not knowing what to expect. And that's what I went into. I only knew Mads Mikkelsen from those movies. And then I watched this movie and I was blown away. This guy should have been nominated for Best Actor at the Oscars. That's how good he is in this movie. The director and co-writer of this film, Thomas Vinterberg, was surprisingly nominated for Best Director at the Oscars, along with Chloe Zhao, David Fincher, Emerald Fennell, and Lee Isaac Chung, and he was picked over prohibitive favorites like Aaron Sorkin and Regina King, and I for one think he's worthy of that nomination. He created a clear tone from the get-go till the end. You could tell that Vinterberg knew what he wanted the movie to be. You can tell just by watching it. I thought it was one of the best directing jobs of this year, and I'm happy he got the nomination. Aaron Sorkin made a really good movie in Trial of Chicago 7, and Regina King made a really good movie in One Night Miami. But I think Thomas Vinterberg getting nominated for another round is a good thing for the Academy Awards, because this movie deserves to be recognized, and I think he played a huge part in this being one of the best movies of 2020. I've never seen alcohol used in a movie like it's used in another round. It's used in an intelligent way, and I think it's used in the most honest way I've ever seen on screen. It shows the scary thing about drinking is, is that it can bring out the best and worst in people, and no matter how much control you think you have on it, you don't control it at all. Also, I think Mad's character, Martin, was looking for literally anything to make him feel better about his life. It was about his mindset and feeling nostalgic more than it was about his drinking. He, as a character, wanted to go backwards, not forwards. At some point, you could see where the movie was headed, but still, overall, this movie is terrific, and Mads Mikkelsen delivers one of the best performances of 2020. I highly recommend you check out Another Round. Let's switch gears one final time and talk about the movie Words on Bathroom Walls. Here's a quick synopsis. High school senior Adam Petrozelli has been kicked 
kicked out of his high school and diagnosed with schizophrenia and has to start a new school where he meets Maya, the valedictorian who accepts him for who he is. I really like this movie and the number one reason I watched it in the first place is because of its two young stars. This film stars two of the most electric young actors working today, Charlie Plummer and Taylor Russell. Plummer has been great in projects like the movie All the Money in the World with Michelle Williams, Mark Wahlberg, and the late great Christopher Plummer, No Relation, in the miniseries Looking for Alaska with Kristen Frosset. And Russell gave a breakout performance in last year's Waves along with Kelvin Harrison Jr. and Lucas Hedges. For me, Russell gives such a brilliant, subtle performance. She's calming presence and someone who I think is destined for movie stardom. Plummer is so good also at playing these characters who are dealing with some dark subjects. I think his future is playing leading men in interesting movies. Like, I don't think you're ever going to see Charlie Plummer in a movie about a boring subject. He seems to pick interesting films, and the same thing can be said for Taylor Russell. I said it at the time when I talked about Waves on this very podcast. Taylor Russell should have gotten an Oscar nomination for that performance. Yes, Kelvin Harrison Jr. is great in that movie. Yes, Lucas Hedges is great in that movie. But Taylor Russell is the reason that movie is special. And that second half with her and Lucas Hedges is my favorite part of that movie. I don't think there's another actress like Taylor Russell. She doesn't have to be over the top. She's just calm and in control in her scenes. Again, she's like a calming presence in movies and shows right now. The third performance in this movie that I really like comes from Andy Garcia, who is only in a few scenes but is really good. He's made a career at being a reliable supporting actor in films like The Untouchables and Ocean's Eleven. I think he's really funny in this movie. I really liked his scenes with Charlie Plummer. I wasn't expecting to like Andy Garcia in this movie, but he's always sneaky good. Like, you forget how good Andy Garcia is. Just watch The Untouchables. I mean, next to Sean Connery, I think you can make the argument that Andy Garcia gives the second best performance of that entire movie. And then you watch Ocean's Eleven. He's so good in that. The Godfather Part 3, where he was Oscar nominated. Andy Garcia has just been consistently reliable and under the radar good. The best parts of this film are the scenes between Russell and Plummer. They have really great chemistry and they make this movie better than it should be. The thing I didn't like about the movie is how they dealt with Plummer's character Adam being schizophrenic. I get that they want the viewer to understand what he's going through, but for me, it was ineffective. A good example of this happened earlier this year in the Oscar-nominated film Sound of Metal. How that film used sound to show the audience what it's like to lose your hearing was incredible. And I understand that there's probably no good way to portray being schizophrenic on screen but this movie just doesn't get there at all. There are scenes where he's hallucinating and it just looks really bad. Like the quality of the movie goes down in those scenes when he's having those schizophrenic episodes. But I think you can overlook that flaw because of the two great performances given by Charlie Plummer and Taylor Russell and I really like this movie and I think this kind of movie has become a genre in and of itself. It's a young love story that also deals with illness. Other films like this include All the Bright Places, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, The Perks of Being a Wallflower, and the most famous example being The Fault in Our Stars. I, for one, like these movies. Yes, they can be flawed, but they are great.
great showcases for young stars like Elle Fanning, Justice Smith, Olivia Cook, Thomas Mann, Logan Lerman, Ezra Miller, Emma Watson, Ansel Elgort, Shailene Woodley, and now Charlie Plummer and Taylor Russell. I, for one, definitely recommend you check out Words on Bathroom Walls. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And this week, I put the spotlight on the career of actor Oscar Isaac in the movies Another Round and Words on Bathroom Walls. And next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the career of actress Claire Danes in the movie Promising Young Woman starring Carrie Mulligan. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.